Welcome to the Just Breathe podcast. My name is Nicole. I am a mother, a wife, a daughter, a sister, a friend, as well as a life coach, a motivator, and behavior specialist. I am so glad that you are here today and that you found your way here for episode one of our podcast series. Today's topic is appropriately labeled the opinions of others because everybody has an opinion, especially when it comes to the things that you're doing and deciding in your life. I don't know about you, I am in my late 30s and if I had a penny for every time somebody expressed their opinion about my life, the decisions I made and the things that I were doing, when I did not ask for the opinion, I would be a pretty wealthy individual right now. How about you? The opinions of others though, in my, in my view, in my opinion, <laughs> no, no pun intended, um, but in my view, the opinions of other people are the number one, is the number one killer of dreams. It's the killer of dreams, the killer of sparks. How many times throughout your life, and I'm going to ask you to reflect just a little bit right here. How many times throughout the course of your life, starting from your teenage years on, did you have a thought or make a decision that you felt in your core, in that like very deep pit in your stomach, like that unreachable place, like you felt that spark in that fire and your thought, your decision for a path in your life just lit you on fire and it burned deep. And you thought, oh my God, this is it. I found my passion, I found my purpose. And then somebody said, well, why are you doing that? And then you thought, why am I doing that? How many times has that happened to you? I can tell you for myself that has happened quite a bit, still happens to this day. Um, I have receipts and examples leading all the way up to current day where I have made a decision about my life. Uh, I have had career moves or even just general thoughts and somebody has expressed their opinion without my permission or without asking it. And that's how opinions typically work. And that, that's a pretty funny thing to me, which is another topic for another day. But most opinions come when you do not ask for them and when you do not give permission for them to be in that space. They come anyway. And it messes with your head. There are four, four things that I have learned in my journey of life regarding opinions. And I 
try very hard. I'm not perfect. I'm not perfect in this practice. It, it's an evolving practice. I don't think any practices are, are, are necessarily perfect. But there are four things that I ask myself or remind myself when I receive an opinion from a person that I did not ask for that opinion to come from. And that is, does the opinion serve you? Does it serve you at all? Not, are they agreeing with you? But does it serve you? Does it serve you to make a better informed decision, be on a better informed path? Does it serve you? In the absence of the opinion, would you do it anyway? So if you hadn't heard the opinion, or even if you had heard the opinion, I suppose, but if it didn't exist, if it didn't come from your parents or a mentor or siblings or close friends or your significant other, if you didn't hear it, would you make that decision anyway? Is it burning in you that much that you would continue on? If the answer is yes, then it doesn't matter what people say. Stop standing in your way and get moving. The third one is, who do you owe? And, and this is one that has become important for me because through time there have been people in my life or surrounding my life who have expressed an opinion on something and it's given me pause. And it's given me pause for a multiple of different reasons. I didn't want to disappoint those people or those people were tied to somebody very important to me. And I wanted to always, you know, be doing the right thing and, uh, you know, not, not muddy waters or, or rock the boat. But when I step back and I, I ask myself, do I owe that person something? And uh, um, this is probably an uncomfortable view, but I, I learned to ask myself this when I was in my early 30s. So <clears throat> I'm going to put my age out there. About six or so years ago, six, seven years ago, I was really looking to find myself. I, I was going through this period of growth and going through this period of finding myself um, and really just enhancing my mental health. I, I have battled anxiety for years and years and years and, and I was going through a really high a very long period of high anxiety. I had gone through a divorce and dealt with close ones having drug addiction and suicide attempts. And my anxiety was like overflowing. And even though I had come into this place of peace, I could not settle my anxiety. And I felt like I didn't recognize the person that I was looking at in the mirror 
So I was searching and actively working on ways to grow as a human, grow in my spirituality, grow in my mental health, um, and ultimately grow in crucial parts of my life that did matter to me, which was, you know, being a mother and, and having a career. <coughs> Excuse me. So I started following Gary V. I, I'm sure you have probably heard of him. Um, I started following him because the way he spoke was on my wavelength. And it was very easy for me to absorb what he was talking about and internalize that for myself. Not necessarily agree. There are things he says I very much agree with and things I say, he says that I don't agree with. But I think that's that's everybody. You should never follow somebody 100% that you agree with 100% of the time. I feel that when that happens, you, you can't truly grow. Um, so it was just very easy for me to listen to him and absorb those lessons and internalize them for myself. And there was a part... Uh, a part of what he was saying at a moment in time, I, I really wish I could remember what uh, podcast episode or I believe I was listening to him. Oh my gosh, technology is not my thing. So I was probably listening to him on YouTube at this point. Um, but I remember him very vividly talking about the opinions of others and how it can stop you, if you let it, it can stop you from the pursuit of your own happiness. And he was talking about how, you know, he wasn't a great student. He, you know, got C's and D's or failed. College was not academically a, a rising moment for him. And he knew his niche. He knew where his strengths were and he went towards that and that, that wasn't popular. And he said something that really stood out to me. He said that it is not up to your parents, and I promise there's a point to this, it is not up to your parents to determine who you are and what choices you make for your career. It is also not their place. They can express their opinion, but it's not their place to hold value over that on you. What do you owe them? Yes, they gave you life, but what do you owe them in deciding your career path and what you what you know where you want to go in life? And like I'm saying, this is not direct quotations. This is my internalization of that information. This is how I applied it to myself. This is the gist of, of the message that he was pointing out. So I took that and it, it really struck me because I was at that time struggling with the very strong opinions that came from one of my parents and, and was coming from family members that I had always held in high regard. They did not like that I had um, a very 
social business. They did not like that I was seen. Um, it was their belief that women are homemakers and if they have to work, they have traditional jobs. You know, you're, you're behind a desk or you're in a classroom. You are minimally seen, minimally heard. So the idea of me being a motivator and working on mental health and having social media and a podcast and um, being on TV here and there, this was not something that they necessarily agreed with. Um, despite me having a past of being a musician, which I was always like in concerts and, and performing and stuff, but I suppose that was different because that's what musicians do, right? So I, when I heard that, it really made me take a step back and think at 30, what do I owe them? I didn't owe them anything. You don't, you don't owe your parents or your family or even your friends, you don't owe them anything in regards to establishing the path of your life that is going to pay off in the form of passion, contribution, being able to pay your bills and put food on your table, being able to be there for your children in whatever way that works. And now since we're, you know, since we have gone through COVID, since we have gone through the last two years of economic and societal changes, we know now that your job, in quotations, I wish you could see me, can take many different shapes and forms. Traditional is no longer a thing in any, in any regards. How you raise your family, there's no tradition on that. How you work, there's no tradition on that. How you are socially, there's no tradition on that. So why would the opinions of others matter? What do you owe them? So now I ask myself every time, and like I said, it is not perfect, and I mess up often, especially in my role as a mom and a stepmom, I stop and ask myself, who do you owe? And when I do that and the answer comes back, no one, it's a gut check to say, okay, Nicole, you don't owe anybody. Please proceed. Please step forward and take the next step on the journey that the Lord has paved for you. The last point and I know I said this earlier, but I'm going to expand on this, is that opinions truly, in my humble opinion, opinions are the death of dreams. So why do we internalize them? You could be holding the key to the next big thing. You could be holding the key to the next invention, to the next cure, to the next secret, to something that would help yourself, help your community, help the greater good. 
But if you let the opinions of others dictate how you're going to proceed forward, you will never know. And I firmly, firmly believe, firmly believe that none of us, no matter what life path you are on, none of us, not one person on this earth was put here by the creator to be mediocre. We all serve a purpose. Uh, we all serve the higher power. And we are all here to make this experience, this existence, and this earth a better place. But when we let opinions and judgments and criticisms, which I'm just going to lump into one right this second, when we let those things into our mindset, when we let that stuff in front of us, it is. It becomes a brick wall. We get scared. We get hesitant. We're like, oh my God, what is Sally going to think of me if I start that podcast I said I was going to start and I talk about the things that I know put a fire in my belly that I know I should be sharing the message to, that I know... I am an expert in this area and can help others. What is Sally going to think of me? What does it matter what Sally thinks? What does it matter what Sally's opinions are? It doesn't. It does not. Um, and like I said, not perfect. Took me a really long time to figure this one out. You know, even uh, as recently as... You know, for mental health purposes, for me, this is putting putting boundaries in place, right? That has been my personal work for 2021, putting boundaries in place, knowing when to say yes, knowing when to say no, learning what kind of conversations I will not tolerate, what kind of um, interactions I will not tolerate and being particular about what type of people I will allow around me. That has been a really big work in progress for this past year for me. And let me tell you, sister, the opinions, they came a-flowing. I was told that my expectations of people are too high I was told that I am out of line. I was told that I'm too sensitive. I was told that I am not um, living life the right way. Uh, me being a mom and a stepmom was even criticized and, and had opinions towards it when I started implementing boundaries. I was told that... I wasn't doing it the right way. I didn't know what I was doing and that I need to be there, but not be there too much, but love, but not love too much. You get the point, right? So everybody has an opinion. Everybody. You know, how does the old adage go? I don't want to sound ignorant here, but um, my father, <laughs> I love him so much. My father always says... 
that opinions are like, here's an expletive if you're sensitive, opinions are like assholes, everybody has one. And that is the truth. Everybody has one. So it is up to you whether or not you listen and allow that to absorb and be taken into your mindset. And I am here to encourage you to not let that occur, not let that happen. Um, it's not always going to be perfect and it is going to happen from time to time because we are human. Uh, we are not perfect. We are not a perfect species. But there are ways that, that we can work on that. So the four key points, I'm just going to wrap this up because I... I know I can talk for days on end, but I wanted to leave you with some information, uh, leave you with a way to internalize, you know, the, this topic and take from it what you will and not take up too much of your time doing it. So again, other people's opinions do not matter unless you allow them to matter. And the four key points. Does it serve you? In the absence of the opinion, would you do it anyway? Who do you owe? And of course, opinions are more often than not the death of dreams. So don't let it be the depth of your dream. You are strong. You are knowledgeable. You were put here for a greater purpose. And going in, especially to 2022, if we have learned anything, it is to not settle. Not settle because our time here is not infinite. It has an end and why would we waste that? So I hope that you have a great day. It is Thursday today, so I hope you have a great day, a great Friday. You are kind, make great choices, be a good friend, and uh, more importantly, live your life. Bye, guys.